Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Hey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cruise Control. This is your on-air automotive magazine, but you know that because you listen to us all the time. And as usual, we're right here talking uh, with you, or at least at you. Uh, I'm Les Jackson, and of course, the other guy is Fred Staub, and he's about to say hello. Hello, everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot going on for sure. And uh, we are uh, glad you're with us on Cruise Control. Another great packed show of information, Les. And we're starting off with Ford rolling back time back to 1966. Yep. And they're bringing back even chrome lettering, chrome nameplates. Chrome? Like shiny stuff? Yeah. Their favorite color is chrome. And, I love uh, it. Even white painted wheels. So wow. <laughs> we're going to discuss the Bronco and Bronco Sport Heritage Editions. I think they look pretty cool. And uh, yep. I think they're going to be snapped up. What do you think? I think so, too. Um, I've actually seen one Bronco on the road. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which... <laughs> That's not uncommon. Anyway, uh, Nissan has priced out the new Titan. Yep. And uh, it's not cheap. No, it's not cheap. And a lot of people are wondering if they will uh, still build the Titan or if they'll get out of the full-size pickup truck. But uh, we'll we'll have to see. And over at BMW, they say, don't worry. You'll get used to paying a monthly fee for all those... Uh, add-ons, things like heated seats, heated steering wheel, things like that. No, I won't. <laughs> we're gonna kick. No, I won't. We're gonna kick this one around for sure, Les Jackson. We, we're gonna kick something. Uh, <laughs> and what are the most and least expensive cars and trucks to insure? A lot of people don't think about insurance costs. Yeah, they don't. And then uh, talking about insuring stuff. Well, you remember the Toyota Crown? It's the replacement for the. Yep. Avalon, and it is a kind of a high-riding sedan. Well, they might be bringing out a hybrid two-door version of it, including a convertible. We'll talk about that. I think it would be kind of a slick vehicle from the folks over at Toyota. Hmm. How about you? A convertible? Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I used to, I loved the Solera when they made it. That's over 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see what comes out. But uh, all that and more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise mm-hmm. Control. It's the show that you've dialed into, and we're glad you're here. Uh, don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. I'm Fred Staub. He is none other than Les Jackson. When we come back, we are rolling back the time to 1966 
for some really cool versions of the Bronco. Really cool that the factory's doing this. We'll tell you all about it when Cruise Control returns. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and none other than Les Jackson are with you, ready to go, ready to take you on a ride around the automotive industry. Yep. Les, we're going back, 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 way back to 1966. Well, sort when, of. When gas was 31 cents a gallon. Burn it up, baby. <laughs> High <laughs> test. Lots of lead. And- <laughs> Lots of lead, and the average car got about 11 miles to the gallon. Yeah, and it, and it smelled, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Um, well, yeah, that's true. But well, on to the Bronco. Yeah, so this week, released from Ford, the Bronco and Bronco Sport Heritage Editions uh, for the 2023 model year. It includes all Broncos, two-door, Bronco four-door, and Bronco Sport SUVs. There is a Heritage Edition and Heritage Limit Edition models that are tributes to the original Broncos that, that roamed the trails more than half that a century. the trails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, enthusiasts can select from a special palette of exterior colors, including the Bronco Heritage-inspired Robin's Egg Blue or Yellowstone Metallic. Um, hmm. Now, did they come from the factory with white wheels? I kind of remember them coming with the hubcaps from I the vaguely, Galaxy. I vaguely remember the white wheels. Um, and you, you could also uh, get um, R- Renault, Renault, uh, Renault Dauphines <laughs> with white wheels. Yeah, but not uh, not too many not too many vehicles not many. from the factory would come with that that type of thing. Um, That's true. Well, I think this is interesting. Uh, you and I were talking about this during the break. Typically, they do this when they're trying to keep the model going. Obviously, yeah. they don't need to do this for the Bronco Sport or the. Um, or, or the uh, Bronco, uh, they just they if, if they could build more, they could sell more. But they're at maximum capacity, uh, so I guess they are just really wanting to leverage the excitement. And boy, I tell you, they are going to mark these things up, aren't they, dealers? Oh, yeah, I, I I'd say each of those is minimum of five, if not ten thousand more. Wow. Yeah. Um. I, you know the dealers. Well, we've talked a lot about it. Yeah, so they'll they'll be marking them up. But it's just good to know uh, that these things are going to be available. If you are an yeah. enthusiast, if you crave uh, a vehicle with white wheels, uh, <laughs> I like the white wheels. I like the white wheels. Yeah, it's got it's got kind of. Um, I don't know. That looks like a like a toy I played with, like a Tonka truck. You know. Yeah. Uh, it looks kind of cool. It really does. I would say though, you probably have to be a real fan of it to to really want to do that because it is well, a look. And it's not the not the ideal wheel to go off road. No, um, it, it's you know it's it's a throwback to the 
that two tone and uh, the yellow. And I do remember some of these things, um, some of these colors, but it's fun. I have to say it is certainly fun. And um, I'm sure they will be snapped up. I don't know how limited they are, but they say the Bronco Sport Heritage Edition will start at 34245 and the Heritage Limited starts at 44655 The Bronco Heritage will start at 44305 and the Heritage Limited mm. will be priced at 66895 Um Wow. I'm sure they will go for a lot more than that, though, if the out the door price because you will get mm. the scotch scotch guard treatment on the seats for you will you're going to get fabric protection paint protection undercoating which voids the factory rust warranty yeah that will be three thousand dollars to um, add what else could they throw on a set of oh they, um set of mud guards for twenty four hundred dollars <laughs> uh yeah uh it's and it's all the actual dealer cost for those things is less than fifty dollars for all of them yeah and most of Don't it most of that add-on stuff no. is kind of junk if if i i always yeah. thought why would they engineer a vehicle at the factory and not put that on you know what i mean right. is anyone still selling rust proofing gosh i hope i not. I don't think there are any rust proofing companies like Rusty Jones and <laughs> Rusty uh, Jones. There was another there was another company that was real popular here in the mid Atlantic. Wow. Yeah, they uh, used they, to literally drill holes in your car. Yeah. So they, they would did. create rust to end it. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, when we come back, we're gonna tell you about Nissan pricing out its brand new Titan. And we will have that when we come back on Cruise Control. Stay tuned. You're on air, Automotive Magazine. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Here we are, Lesson Fred, as promised. And, well, actually, we have to talk about pricing. <laughs> okay. Which... Which, we, that's why we always kind of tense up and <laughs> and get nervous, because it's never less. Uh, but actually, it's not bad. The uh, We're talking about the 23 Nissan Titan, which yep. may or may not be continued. Yeah, I mean, it will be continued for 23, but... Oh, sure. But beyond that, the, we've heard some talk that uh, Nissan might want to get out of the full-size truck business full-size pickup business uh, they would certainly stay in with their um with their smaller frontier which they just redid and very popular but um yeah the pricing is going to start at thirty nine thousand seven hundred, which isn't bad for a truck no no it, it offers the most standard horsepower and safety features in its class backed by america's best truck warranty well there's something to crow about isn't it yeah, uh, a truck warranty is something really worthwhile. It's five years or a hundred thousand miles. That's that's pretty good. Bumper to bumper, pretty good, pretty good. And uh, it uh, there's a few new things here. You get your choice of a king cab, crew cab, and a heavy duty Titan XD four x four 
Wireless Apple CarPlay is now standard on the Pro 4X and Platinum Reserve and a new Midnight Edition. I know you go for the Midnight Edition, Les Jackson, but oh, yes. it's Except available. After midnight. It, it can uh, get up pretty high. Yes. Let's uh, run some of the numbers. Uh, yeah. The 4x2 King Cab uh, is 39700 uh, the SV King Cab 4x2, 45,080. Mm-hmm. When you get into 4x4, as people have been known to do with pickup trucks, with yes, they've been known uh, to do that. Uh, they've been known to do that, and it's only you know they're they're not bad. It's 42 uh, for the for the uh, King Cab 42.9. Yep, and uh, for the big guy, it's uh, 48. 370 but when you get into some of these um more exotic yeah you know the platinum reserve and pro 4x which is their kind of yeah uh, pro 4x capable off-roader as they would say yeah now we're starting to cost some money yeah uh pro 4x crew cab 4x4 52,810 and then yep. the Platinum Reserve Crew Cab, 61980 Um There you have it. it. It gets up there pretty quick. There. It gets to uh, 65070 yeah. um, for the Platinum Reserve Crew Cab 4x4. And by the way, you have to add the $1,795 destination and handling oh, yeah. fee, which, <laughs> believe it or not, these days that's about average, isn't it? Yeah, um, it just seems to me to be high, but of course it is a truck, and it does have to be sent from the factory. So yeah, yeah. Well, uh, meanwhile, well, over at Ford, uh, their Lightning. We have we knew a couple of new things about the Lightning, and uh, we have some pricing on that too, which has gone up. Les Jackson, <laughs> Ford hmm. Lightning, the electric F one fifty. Uh, standard range has been increased to an EPA estimated 240 miles. They've added the industry first pro trailer hitch assist now available and order banks are reopening with updated ah. pricing. You, we are giving you the honor, Les Jackson, of buying one of these, having the option to buy one of these. I, um, don't need one because I am getting one to test um i think in three weeks i'm just checking yes you were instructed do not sell (laughs) the press vehicle do not sell (laughs) uh the second second of september labor day weekend i wonder if that's ever happened i'll have a lightning has has that's cool has anyone ever sold, <laughs> sold well, the press me? It's called Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it's happened, though. I'll bet it has, too. Yeah. So, starting- so I, I know I know people have been caught using the press cars as cabs <laughs> or delivery vehicles. Wow. Uh, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, when the order banks reopen, starting in the fall, vehicles built with the standard range battery uh, on the Pro XLT and Lariat trims will have an EPA-estimated range of 240 miles up from 230. 
which is not bad. And not uh, bad. Uh, they can choose two new colors among the 10 options available, which is a lot of colors, actually, for uh, vehicles today, isn't it? 10 different colors. Um, and they will get uh, the new, there's an optional Ford Pro special service vehicle package for fleet customers. And that is actually kind of the police grade um, package that we told you about a few few. Uh, few weeks ago, including police-grade heavy-duty front cloth seats and built-in steel intrusion plates. Always good to have in the back of your seat <laughs> in, ca- in case someone's <laughs> yeah. kicking in the back of your seat. <laughs> um, and uh, available roof-mounted LED beacons. So, lightning reservation holders who were previously yep. who previously received an invitation to order <laughs> you need an invitation to order. The money is not good enough. You need an I, invitation. I can't sell it. Can I rent it? <laughs> okay. Probably not. Uh, so uh, let, let <laughs> so <laughs> uh, anyway, the Ford is adjusting the MSRP on the F one fifty Lightning for the first time since it was revealed in May. 2021 and has honored the MSRP for all customers who ordered to date. Uh, they have adjusted it due to uh, significant uh, more cost in materials. Uh, and uh, the next wave of F-150 Lightning vehicles will be built at the following prices. The Pro is 46947 The XLT is 59474 the XLT High is 68474. The XLT High Extended Range is 80,974. It's just climbing. Uh the Lariat is uh, 74,474. Lariat Extended Range 85,000. <laughs> and the one Les Jackson would order the Platinum yep. Extended Range 96,008. 74. It would actually be cheaper, cheaper to buy two pros. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'd save about a thousand dollars, you know, so I could, you know, pay for that operation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's boy. That's a lot of money. Well, you know, we've been talking about this electric vehicles. You know, obviously, there is <clears throat> some new legislation, which we'll talk about a little in a little bit. But these things, whoever thought a eighty, ninety thousand dollar price tag has become basically common, right? It it's not Very like common. it's not like oh well, that was a Bentley or that was a high end uh, vehicle. No. This we're talking a pickup truck here. You know, pickups. Uh, in the last 10 years have just uh, dramatically escalated. And uh, I don't, big SUVs, 100 grand. I don't think this is going to go, it's not going to be like, well, once people start adopting more electric vehicles, economy of scale, I think they're going to sell less vehicles for more money. Let's face it. You, you have less costs and you make just about the same money, maybe more. Yeah, yeah. And and you and I have talked about this. I think it's just going to be a lease only, and people will have to spend a thousand or more a month to lease these things and never really own them. I don't know. We'll have yeah. to see. But somebody will come in with a less expensive car, and and go from there. 
Hey, when we come back, mm. we're going to talk about BMW, not less expensive, saying subscriptions are the way to go and you better like it. We'll be right back. Fred Stop, Les Jackson, Cruise Control. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We always like to look at the trends that are going on in the automotive industry, keep you up to date. And Les Jackson, BMW, way back when, released iDrive. You remember that? I think it was on their 7. Yeah, I remember it very, very well. When they delivered me mine, they couldn't actually get it set up. Um, The the original iDrive was hopelessly complex. Yeah, it it automated everything in the car. There was like 60 levels of memory of uh, menus. You could get lost in the menus just trying. 594 separate menu items. Yeah. So they said, well, I remember them. I remember them saying this. We're not going back. Mm -hmm. We are not going back to the way it was with lots of buttons. We are sticking with this. Like it or not, you will do it. And it the same thing happened when they went to big grills, right? People were like, oh, this right. this grill looks ridiculous. It's too big. They said, like it or not, that's where we're going. Well, once again, they are saying the same thing. Uh, and it has to do with monthly fees, monthly subscriptions for um, things like heated seats, heated steering wheels. And... Uh, Remember, BMW tried to have you subscribe to uh, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Yeah. Something, but something most cars just have now. You yeah, know? I mean, you got that standard in a Hyundai or a Kia or a Ford Focus. Yeah, anything, anything, it just comes with it. You know, well, they are trying to roll out this whole subscription idea. So the idea is, and and we don't really know how much you'll pay, but that's the thing. Let's say uh, you want a nav system in the car, as opposed to Apple CarPlay or Android Auto, you'll pay for it on a monthly basis. You want heated seats, you'll pay for it on a monthly basis. You want heated steering wheel, you'll pay for it on a monthly basis. Maybe additional lighting in the, in the, um, uh, you know, footwells of your vehicle, you'll pay for it on a monthly basis. In other words, the revenue stream just continues on after the purchase price where you've probably paid $10,000 over sticker at your dealer, right? I have an attitude about this. <laughs> and my attitude is they're trying to be uh, an inkjet printer. Yes. Uh, to To soak you for the ink. Yeah, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. The inkjet, they, they basically give you the printer with yeah, the idea almost, that you yeah. buy the ink, you know. Here they're not giving you the car and say, well, you know, you're going to have to spend $200 a month or whatever it will be. We don't know uh, to get these features. I mean, BMW, heated seats have been like a profit center for them. They charge ten grand for them, where, as you said, yeah, Hyundai and Kia ha- have heated seats. They well, just throw them in. 
the big question is, I mean, I, I can see if you lease a car, a BMW, um, paying a monthly charge for the heated seats and wheel, if it's not crazy money, um, because you're only going to use it, what, four months of the year. Right. But if you own the car, I mean, I don't know about you, but I would quickly calculate how long I'm going to own the car, how much that option costs, and then how much if I lease it uh, for X amount of time each year, how much that's going to cost. And I'd reject it because, you know, I know it's going to cost more. Well, let me twist it around here. Because here's what I think. They're saying, well, you can still order these things uh, from the factory and not have to pay uh, for this monthly fee for heated Mm -hmm. steering wheel and things like that. Autonomous driving, they're saying. Um, And they'll they'll say, well, we're trying to keep the cost down. If you don't need autonomous driving, why are you going to pay, you know, $25,000 more? Maybe you only need it on a big trip. Might make sense. Um, okay. But the other way is this means they won't build base model cars anymore, which we exactly. see happening because they'll say, well, let's let's face it. You don't want to pay subscriptions. So we had it. We're not going to bring in the two lowest models. We're only going to bring in the ones that have all these things that would typically be a subscription. And we're which doing is, you a favor. You know? We'll, yeah. And it's cheaper to produce one model of car. Yeah with everything on it than it is to produce several different models. Well, look, that's that's the Hyundai model, but they give you it for a lower price. You know, the Hyundai or Kia uh, model, they just yeah. add everything in. Even the base model one has things like heated seats for the most part in most of their vehicles. So it's interesting. It, it, it That's why it's being done. I think the vast end, and the other interesting thing you and I have talked about Tuners are going in <laughs> instead of like, you yeah. know, saying, okay, well, I'm going to take the speed limit off the car and I'm going to uh, change the shift points for the transmission. They're now going in and saying, well, I'm going to turn on those added features in here. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to add, uh, you know, the heated seats or whatever. Interesting, right? It is interesting, but yeah. Um a clever software person can just go right into the, you know, plug it into the USB port. Yeah. uh, Or the OBD2 port and talk to it. Yeah. Although wouldn't BMW pick that up with a signal? I don't think so. I I don't, I mean, maybe if you took the car back to the dealer, uh, you would have to reflash it before you got there. In other words, you know, you wouldn't want to show up and you don't have heated seats. And then and now you do <laughs> uh, and you didn't pay for them. But I don't know. But they're looking at this as a revenue stream, as we talked about. Ford has said they, they want to get into data mining, you know. So there you have it. I just I just really object to this. <laughs> OK, <laughs> so. So there you go. <laughs> Les Jackson says, I object to this and. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's let's move on to our next story, and uh, it is about insurance. Uh, the least and most yep. expensive vehicles to insure in 2022, and the uh, the cheapest vehicles to insure the most expensive, comes from CarInsurance.com, which is a kind of a one stop destination for car insurance information. So, uh, let's start with the cheapest, shall we? Uh, please, because they're the only ones we can afford. Okay. Subaru Forester Wilderness. That's a nice vehicle. Makes sense. That's a good Makes vehicle. Sense. Yeah, very safe. Number two, Hyundai Venue SE, their entry-level crossover. That's Again, a lot of sense. Uh, then Honda CRV LX, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mazda CX-30S. And the I can't figure out the styling Toyota CHR XLE. <laughs> yeah, version. that's that doesn't even make a word. Yeah, Crooksley. <laughs> and, and some of these next ones, the most expensive from the bottom up, Audi RS e-tron GT. Probably don't want to bend that up, right? Uh, no, especially if you total it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll do number four, Porsche Panamera Turbo SE Hybrid Executive. And uh, my personal favorite, <laughs> the, B the BMW M8 Competition Grand Coupe. Okay. Uh, which is probably a bigger version of the BMW M3 Competition that I reviewed a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, expensive. Yeah. And speaking of expensive. <laughs> and a lot to repair. Man. Um, the Two of the same sort of. The Algood number two. It's the Maserati Quattroporte Modena Q4. It's the four that gets you. If the Q3 is you can find parts anywhere. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, how many? Actually, I see. A fair number of Maserati Quattro reports on the road around here. Yeah, I do too. Um, and the number one is the Maserati nice. Quattro Porte. What do you suppose the insurance cost is? Well, we have a mutual friend. I won't mention her name, but she uh, got hit in hers and she just couldn't afford to fix it. I think she just wow. got rid of it. You know, I, I don't know, know how well pay, it was damaged. How much? I know you can pay up five grand or so uh, a year for some of these, and if you're young, oh, if you're twenty five, yeah, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be paying a lot. You're gonna be paying luck. a lot for it. Yeah, yeah, that comes to us from CarInsurance.com. Check them out for some insurance info. Interesting stuff. When we come back, we're going to tell you about Toyota possibly adding a couple of versions of the Toyota Crown, including sporty two-doors to their lineup. All that and more on Cruise Control. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Fred and I are admiring on our screens really nice-looking Toyota Crown 
uh, obviously it's it's a drawing um but boy um it's it's a very very impressive pretty uh sexy car well that uh, they're going to bring out in the not too dif- distant future well let's let's talk about this cuz let's bring people up to speed on this because the Toyota Crown is a high riding high right. seat placement sedan um that is replacing the Avalon because you can't replace it with just a sedan. It has to be it, SUV like. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the Jeep Eagle of of sedans. Remember the Jeep Eagle? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a just a car that sat real high on the wheels. I think I think it's a good idea. But we learned this yeah. week from uh, this article uh, in. Uh, on Car Buzz that quotes an article in Japan's Best Car magazine that there may be many variants of the Toyota Crown and many will be coming to the Western world, including... That would be us. That would be us. Yeah, that would be us, including a very swoopy coupe and convertible. I mean, this thing looks amazing. It's a beautiful design. We can't show you it, but... um, just take our word for it. It is. It it's is a pretty nice. Very Aston Martinish. Yeah, and it would have a hybrid drivetrain, not a high riding vehicle. It looks like they've lowered it down, but uh, it is a, a convertible hardtop, the one that we're looking at, and then a hardtop with a very fastback design. I think they look incredible, don't you? Uh, I do too, and I I love convertible hardtops. I. Just love them. Couple this with a hybrid drivetrain, hybrid max drive frame that makes 340 horsepower um, with a 2.4 liter turbo engine. They, uh, it is it is pretty cool. Now, Crown Sedan, they say, what we showed you before that we know is coming to the U.S., is going to be about $70,000. $70,000. Not cheap. Yep. And the convertible could cost seventy five thousand, and then the coupe, mm. um, which you know would probably be a little bit more than that. They don't want to encroach on the Lexus LC. Think about think about this, and I've noticed this with Toyota. Some high end Toyotas are just as nice as having a Lexus, and oh, it well, almost seems yeah. you're you're really. You really could be encroaching on Lexus, couldn't you? I think they've learned that most people don't don't know that that they're the same company. Really? So I think most so. people don't know that a Lexus uh, is a Toyota-based high-end. Just I ran brand. into this. I ran into this. I run into it all the time. Just yesterday, okay. I was talking with a new neighbor, and uh, and he he said, well. You know, well, I like the Lexus, but I don't, uh, I don't, um, I, you know, the deal, there aren't that many dealers where I live. And I, I said, well, you're driving a Lincoln, which of course is, that's a Ford Expedition, uh, the Lincoln Navigator. Oh, is it really? Oh, wow. Yes, it is. People don't know or care. No, they just like a style, a name, and and as someone once told me, 
who was married to this lady to a guy named Big Johnny that sold cars. Gee, I don't. I wouldn't want to buy a car from Big yeah. Johnny. But anyway, uh, she said it's all about the payments, just what it is it per is. month, and that's how people buy cars. Unless they listen to cruise control, because then they go out and they say, "Hey, I know about it." Less and Fred told me about it. That's right. <laughs> and they said, and of the course, they also coming. they also told me, "Don't buy a car now." Yeah, <laughs> save your money. And, and hold on. You know the other interesting trend too. I was reading that the whole concept of entry level luxury way back when entry yeah. level luxury like would be like a CTS. Cadillac for $35,000, right? And you could go down the line and mm -hmm. kind of pick off a lot of the different models that were entry-level luxury. About $35,000. They want to eliminate that. No more entry-level uh, luxury. In other words, you're going to step right up to fifty, yep, sixty thousand. dollars uh, I think it comes to a point where, you know, you and I talked about this earlier, that they're just not going to, people aren't going to be able to afford it. I think we're very, very close to that point um, around the country, and and I don't. I, surely the manufacturers know it. Yeah, they, I guess they're just thinking lease uh, or long term payments. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting, and I, you know, sad in a way because there are people that want something like a Hyundai. Um, you know, uh, entry level model and that and they can still get it. I also think too, maybe that's where other manu we're going to see other manufacturers come in and fill that void, you know, like where, maybe. where you go on Amazon and you see those things, you're not quite <laughs> sure where they come from, but Hey, it gets yep. good reviews. I'll try it, you know? Um, and I think, I think that might be what we see. What do you think? Uh, well, India wants to sell cars here. Yeah, they've they've talked about that. They did with a little trivia question: uh, What Ford was built in India and sold here? Still, still sold here today, and it is an uh, CUV. Oh boy! Ooh. Um. Very small hmm. SUV. You get in it, and it's like this is obviously a little bit different than what. We've experienced before the Ford EcoSport. Really? Okay. Just a little bit different than what you would see. Like you sit there, it's like, okay, this is a nice little vehicle, but it's just all the switch gears a little bit different. Yep. Things, something's different about it. Not terrible, but different. So, uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you never, well, what I'm thinking, you know, even new brands like Tata. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we're seeing what's interesting is VinFast, the Vietnamese company. I don't know if we know pricing yet on their vehicles, but, you know, they're building plants in the U.S. It will be interesting to see what they do. Um, will people mm -hmm. buy? I think people will buy for price, especially if, you know, the average vehicle price is now $60,000 in a few years. I think if they can get something for an affordable forty-five thousand, they will buy it from one of these manufacturers. And I think you're right. You know, it, it's it's. I don't think I don't think certainly manufacturers like Mercedes and that. I think they'll cut their whole entry level stuff out 
there won't be anything under fifty, hmm. sixty thousand dollars. I think they just will say we don't want those customers. Um, I wonder probably probably like GM will have a few entry level EV models, but I don't think they'll have a lot. And uh, they want to make it more aspirational. And you know, this is a major purchase for you. This is a almost a hundred thousand dollar purchase. This is what we want. Whether it's yeah, leased. but it's a declining asset. It is. It, it. I mean, it would. I don't get it. True, you can buy a house and it might get destroyed by fire, but more than likely it won't. But a car is much more likely to be, you know, damaged, stolen. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just the way we were brought up, and you know, but it's just, it's just a big, big, big change for a lot of people but hey we'll stay with you and stay keep you up to date on cruise control don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com you can like us on facebook follow us on twitter it's all there time for me to say i'm fred staub i'm les jackson we're gonna see you down the road bye Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.